Welcome to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltop, and I'm so happy you're here with me today. Thank you for being a part of this journey and being on the other end of this microphone. It means so much to me. I created this podcast to share stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and realize you are not alone. You're not. We're in this together. Which is why when I created it, I also made a community space. A place off of social media where we can hang out together. You can show up exactly as you are. And we just have the opportunity to go a little bit deeper. We can't wait to meet you over there. You can learn more about it in the link below or on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Let's dive in to this week's episode. This week, I sent out an email to my community. And if you aren't on my email list, I would love to have you there. I send out supposed to be (laughs) weekly emails, but it really is when I feel called and have something that I want to share with you. And it's sharing stories, you know, from my own life that I hope inspires you to show up in your life as well. And this week's email was all about running on empty and procrastinating and how I am really the type of person who is a procrastinator. And I never, ever wanted to believe that about myself. I wanted to think that, no, I I get things done right away. I'm on top of them. And yeah, that is true for some things, but not all things, not all things at all. I am here to admit that I am the type of person who will pass by gas stations, many of them, given when that bright orange e-light is shining in my face, telling me I should be doing otherwise. This is most definitely something about me that drives Dustin absolutely crazy because he is not that type of person. He is the type of person who fills his tank when it's halfway empty. I mean, who does that? (laughs) Not me. Not me for sure. I will make up excuse after excuse to not do it. Oh, it's too expensive here. I could find cheaper. And if I just keep driving, I will find something that is cheaper. But then what happens? Inevitably, I have to pull into an even more expensive station because I never found a place. I never stopped. I just kept going. And now I'm at the dire straits where I really need gas to make it home. So matter, no matter what the price is at that next gas station, that's the price I end up paying. Yeah, usually 100% it's more expensive if I had just stopped the first time. Or the excuse that the person at the station is cranky. I've gone there before. It doesn't make me feel good to get gas there. I want to fill up and I want to feel good. So I'm not going there. I mean, come on. What kind of an excuse is that? So silly. Or this is the most classic one that I do all of the time. I'm tired. I'll do it tomorrow. Then what happens? Tomorrow comes and wherever it is I'm supposed to be, be at work, be it meeting up with someone, whatever, I am inevitably in that moment running late, totally forgetting 
that I still need to stop for gas. And then when I turn in my car and I see that light blaring at me, I get so disappointed with myself and think, why didn't I just do it? I had all the time in the world last night. Why didn't I fill up? But I didn't. <laughs> and if you are one of these people who fill up your car before having to calculate how many miles <laughs> to get to that next station and hoping, really hoping your calculations are correct because you want to make it there. But if that's you, you who does not have to calculate, not risking it the way I do, Oh my goodness, I admire you. And I wish that I could be more like you because I just don't do it. And as I was writing this email, I realized that it's not just when it comes to filling up my car. I put myself at the bottom of my own to-do list all of the time, all the time. I will empty my tank before I even think to slow down and do something for me. Does this resonate with you at all? Are you this kind of person too? And I am quick, so quick, to say yes to everyone else, and so slow to say yes to what I actually, truly need. And let me tell you, it's not ideal, not ideal at all <laughs> to live this way. But I'm noticing, you know, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> And again, it's not with everything, but it is with a lot of things. And so I shared about this in my newsletter and how I just, I need to get better, right? I need to pay more attention to when I'm putting others first so much that I'm emptying my own tank and I'm not refueling. I need to slow down. Just pause, even if just for a moment, to take care of me. It doesn't have to be this huge chunk of time, but really do something that fills my own well. And because I was feeling this way, I put out a call for those who are struggling just like I am to do something for themselves, to take care of themselves in some small little way. And I sent it out and I received notes back from others who are absolutely in this boat and it made me feel so good because it's like, oh, I'm not alone. I am not the only one who has completely depleted my tank. I'm not the only one who feels like I can't take time for myself. I'm not the only one running around with an empty gas tank in my car and in my heart. <laughs> there are others out there just like me. They're also struggling to stay above water. And it's not a good feeling, but it's nice to recognize where we are so that we can make that shift and that change. Where we can choose to do something for ourselves before we choose to do something for others. So there were this group of people that resonated with it. And then there was a note that I received back from someone who just wasn't happy with what I was saying, who was a little upset that I asked those struggling, just like me, to sort of make a pact and do some sort of self-care. And it kind of caught me off guard because when I say make a pact, 
in my mind, it was just like a broad statement. And you don't realize, or I didn't realize in the moment, how words can be interpreted, how people can take something and read it for exactly as what I am saying it, and it might not be the intent that I had behind it. And it made me also realize that we can put ourselves out there in this way, where you show up and you are sharing you exactly as you are in that moment. And it doesn't mean that it is the shiniest, brightest parts of you, but it's you, right? Because we all go through all of our stuff. We go through everything. There's the gamut of emotions that creates our life. And you'll have those days where things are really good and amazing. But then you'll also have those days where you're just off kilter. Things aren't working out as you hoped that they would. But that's your total package. That is who you are. And when you show up and you share those pieces of yourself with others, there's always going to be those people who they might not get it. They might judge what you're doing. They might not really feel connected to it. And that's okay. Because one big thing that I'm learning time and time again is that we aren't meant to be everything to everyone. There's just no way to do that, right? Think about it. How impossible does that sound? For you to be able to be everything to everyone. You are not this amazing superhero. I mean, you are a superhero, but not in that kind of way. That is absolute unrealistic expectations. And you're not going to be for everyone. There are going to be people who just aren't your people, right? We encounter them all the time, day to day. But then there are going to be those folks who it's like magic has happened. And you're on the same page and you're on the same wavelength and it's amazing and beautiful. And you sometimes can't even figure out what it is that is causing it to be this wondrous magic experience, but you're, you're all in for it, right? Absolutely all in for it. And I think it's important for us to just take that pressure off. Take the pressure off of having to morph and change in order to please others. Because you don't need to do that. You do not need to be who you think someone thinks you should be. Oh my goodness, no. There is way too much work <laughs> that it would take to do that. And what would happen is you would lose your authenticity of who you are. And that is the last, last thing that you want to lose is your truth, who you are, what you stand for, what lights you up, what brings you joy. All of that is what is so necessary for the world to see. But it also doesn't mean that all of the world is going to want to see it. And that's okay. That is absolutely okay. When I started this podcast, 
gosh, it's a whole new medium for me, right? I am a writer at heart. And the beautiful thing about writing is the page will catch whatever I throw at it, anything. And it's private. It's in my own little notebook. No one ever has to see it. There have been many things that I ripped up, that I burned, that I absolutely destroyed because it was just my heart purging all of it out of me and I had to get it out. But with my writing, I can get it down and then I can pull the pieces out and say, this is what I want to share. I want to share just this part of this whole story. Because that, that's what I want people to see. And so it's very, gosh, I don't even know the word, (laughs) but it's, it's really tailored to what I want to put out there. And of course, there's a lot of vulnerability for me that is in there because that is the way that I write and show up. But there are a lot of other parts that I might be almost embarrassed by, that I'm not yet ready to share, that is too vulnerable, too tender. And I keep those close to the vest. Those are still, you know, in the folds of my notebook. When I show up on social media, and I think this is the way with a lot of folks, social media has this ability for us to just show the pretty parts, the ones that we really want people to see, the happy, shiny moments. It has just become the nature of the beast, I guess, right? And there are times I will put things that aren't beautiful and shiny, but if I look at my feed, the majority of it is. But when it comes to sitting here in front of this microphone, showing up and sharing these stories with you, I really take the time to think about what do I want to share? What are the stories? What are the pieces that I want to bring? And I wonder, I wonder what's going to resonate with others. What will people really want to hear about? Because yeah, I got a lot of stories, but there's some you'll probably be like, boring, (laughs) totally not into that one. And you know, at first you want to share the shiny, the wonderful, but it is the raw, the vulnerable, the truth. That is what connects us. That is what brings us together. And I can share a story with you that you never have gone through, but you get the, the emotion that runs through it, the feeling. And that's where the resonation comes in. Because you can connect with that. You can connect with sadness. You can connect with heartbreak. You can connect with loss. We all can because in some way or another in our life, we go through it. And so I think each week, what is it? What is it that I'm going to share? And I want it to be authentic. I want it to be real and truthful. And I want you to know and see that, yeah, there are these shiny, beautiful, wonderful things in my life, but then there's also these other things that just aren't (laughs) shiny and beautiful and wonderful. Even as simple as like my inability to fill up my gas tank and my major (laughs) procrastination. I am not always on top of things where it might look like I am. No. I am driving myself crazy because I won't just pull in and fill up. Why? Why? I don't know. And then there are the bigger things, 
the losses that I go through, the heartbreak, the struggle, all of it. It's all right there, a part of me. And one thing that I know I need to remember time and time again is that all I can ever do is show up as my true, authentic self. Share what I'm going through from the heart. And then hope that those who need to hear it, hear it, and they're able to catch it. And that those where it doesn't resonate with them, they can move on. You know, they can go somewhere else. Because there's no way for me to share myself in my true rawness and for it to resonate with everyone. It's just impossible. We are all so different. But it is those differences that make us all beautiful and wonderful and allows space in this world for everyone. Because you will find your people and they will be your people. And then those who aren't will find their own people. And they'll find those interests and things that bring them together. And all over, people will be connecting with the people they are meant to be connecting with. And we all have our own space to do what it is that really truly lights us up. And what an amazing gift that is. And when we're able to see it from that perspective, rather than, oh gosh, those thoughts in our mind where we think, I'm not good enough because so-and-so, you know, is not kind of finding their way into my circle. Or I need to change to really connect with this person. I need to be someone different. No. We realize they're kind of in their own space. Let them be in their own space. And you have all of this space that you are meant to take up. And take up that space. Allow yourself to be seen. Allow yourself to be heard. Allow yourself to give to others and find those connections and those bonds. And when you do, to really sink into them and recognize the importance of them. Because they are so incredibly important. Throughout my life, I can definitely see where I tried to change and morph and be someone different in order to fit in. And did it ever really work out for me? No, I always just felt like a fraud. I would show up and think, all right. I mean, you could even look at this at the office where When I first started working in the corporate world, it was a brand new experience for me. And I had no idea what to expect. And I felt like there had to be this corporate version of me. This version where all of these artsy, fun things that I love to do outside of work, they couldn't be expressed. They couldn't be shared. No one could really know about that side of me when I'm in the corporate world. That's what I thought. And so I kept all of that out, never sharing about it. (laughs) But then what else did I have to share about? Those were my passions. Those were the things that I loved to do. And so I was just kind of quiet, observing, watching, you know, making small talk. And small talk for me is so hard and challenging. But that's what I was doing. And I wasn't happy. 
because I wasn't in my truth. I was being who I thought they needed me to be. And as I got older and as I started realizing that this, this is not right, I, I don't have to have this corporate persona of me. I can allow people to see these other things that I love to do. I can share about the postcard project. I can talk about the way that I love to write and how it is an absolute passion of mine. I can invite these corporate people to be a part of these things because just like me, they also have these other interests and things. It's not just work, right? And doors of connection open. And it was real and authentic and wonderful. And it took me a long time to almost have the confidence to be like, this is me. And you're either going to take it or you're going to leave it. But this is really, truly who I am. And if you're going to leave it, that's okay. You don't have to be into the things that I'm into. And it doesn't mean we can't have a pleasant conversation. It doesn't mean we can't get along. It just means we're not going to connect deeper in that way. And that's fine. Absolutely fine. And it's funny because at one of my last jobs, they went crazy for birthdays, (laughs) which just happened to be the thing. And they would decorate whosoever cube it was in a crazy and wild theme. And at first, when I was super quiet and kind of being in this corporate mindset, I was wondering, like, what would they, what would they do for me? Because nobody really knows me. And then I started coming out of my shell and started really sharing and showing this, this is who I am. This is all of me. And two of one of the amazing themes they had done for my birthday two years, one was when I ran the marathon because they knew how much that meant to me. I had talked about it. I shared about it. I talked about how it was a really personal journey for me. It wasn't just about showing up and running, but I was running for a cause. I was running to raise awareness for all the people in my family who had struggled with cancer. And this was before my mom had passed. So I wasn't yet running for her, but I was running for others. And they knew it and they totally (laughs) outdid my cube in an incredible marathon theme. And another one they had done for me is the Love Notes Fairies. And it had to have been one of the sweetest, sweetest birthday celebrations because they asked others in the department to fill out notes. And they completely decorated my cube with all these love notes from my coworkers, sharing just thoughts and sentiments and feelings about working with me. And what an amazing, incredible gift that was. And for all the many times that I had hosted the fairy project, it just rolled back and came back my way in this most incredibly unexpected way. But that never, ever would have happened. Had I not opened up and shared my passion with them, they never would have known. It would have just been this secret little side project that I do, that I share with my artsy friends, but that I kind of keep 
under the vest when it comes into the corporate world. And so you don't have to be that way. You don't have to keep it all so close. It's important to stand in your truth, stand in what it is that lights you up and makes you who you are. And know that it's not going to resonate with everyone and it doesn't have to. But what matters most is that you're being authentic and true to yourself. I really get inspired by this when I um, listen to Candace Cameron on Instagram. I don't know if you follow her. She is from Full House, <laughs> if you remember that show. But I love her, love her. And the, one of the reasons why I love her is because she is very true to who she is. And she has a large audience, right? A very large audience. And I could imagine that that audience runs the gamut of who they are, what they believe in, how they feel about certain things. And one thing that is very true to her is her belief in God and her strong feelings about religion. And although it, it's not necessarily what I believe in and truly stand behind and feel, I admire that she doesn't back down from it, that she will show up and still share it. And not in a pushy way. She just shares it with love and authenticity. Because that is a part of her own spirit. That is a part of who she is. And I'm sure there are people who might probably get annoyed that she's doing that. But for me, even though it's not, you know, 100% my jam, I admire that she's being who she is. She's just showing up exactly as she is. And I love finding these people who are so true to themselves and will just show up in the world and say, hey world, this is me. And it's a take it or leave it kind of thing, you know, because I'm not going to change who I am just because you don't agree with what I'm doing. I need to be true. I need to be real. Because that's the only way that I find my own happiness is being in that space of authenticity. And you're going to encounter a lot of folks <laughs> as you go through life who are not going to see it the way you do. And that's okay. We all don't have to see everything the same way. We all don't need to be doing the same things. What I love about Finding people who are different than me, and I'll even use Dustin as an example, so very different than me, is he introduces me to things that I never would have tried or experienced had I met him. Going to car shows, never in a million years would I have done that on my own. But it's something that I enjoy doing with him. Love being outside, walking around. He gets really into the the techs and the specs of the cars, that goes right over my head. But, you know, being there, being outside, walking around, love it. And never, I never, never would have done it otherwise. But when we allow ourselves to have this open mind, to experience things that we might not ever thought we would enjoy, you don't know what you might like. 
you don't know what might be that next thing that you're like, wait a minute, now this is my passion. How did that happen? (laughs) Right? We just don't know. And maybe we try something with someone and we're like, oh, I mean, it was cool, but nothing I would ever do again. (laughs) That is totally fine. It doesn't mean that person should stop exploring it, stop enjoying it. No. Let them do them. Let them really be true to who they are and have the best of time doing it. And so I want to keep showing up here, being raw, being authentic, being vulnerable, knowing that it won't be for everyone. And that's okay. That is absolutely okay. And I really just want you to know that for yourself too. That who you are meant to be is yourself. Lean deep into that. Really just be the person that fills your heart with joy. Yep, that's it. That's all that we can ever ever want in life is to find the things that make us happy and then to share them with others. Think about when you've been around someone who is so passionate about something and you might not be into it, but you're curious because you feel their energy and you're like, wait a minute, I just kind of want to check this out myself. Be that kind of person who is willing to allow others to see who you are and what you love. And who knows what doors you might open for others. But it's not about that. It's about you leaning into you in all your wondrous glory. (laughs) Amazing, right? Amazing. And so today, as you are grabbing your notebook, because you know I'm going to give you a prompt, (laughs) I invite you to explore this. Explore this idea of not having to be everything for everyone. Who are you? What is lighting you up? What is bringing you joy? And I want you to begin with the words, you may think I'm fill in the blank, but really. You may think I am, and whatever those perceptions that other people are putting on you, write all of them down. What are other people saying about you? What are other people thinking about you? That is not necessarily true. And get those down. And then say, but really, I am. And share who you are in all your authenticity, in all your truth, in all your honesty. Lean into that. Really explore it and shout it from the rooftops in your notebook. And then, of course, I invite you to come on over to the Soul Circle community and share. Because it's when we share with others that we really allow ourselves to be seen. And that's what we need. That's what we all need. To be seen for exactly who we are. Mm, I'm so grateful for you. Grateful to have this opportunity to just spend this half of an hour each week. And connect. And I will be back next Sunday with a brand new episode. I am trying to get. One very special guest. I'm hoping I could get him for next week. (laughs) And you might be wondering who it is. And you might also be able to guess who it is. But it is a him. 
We will see if I can do some convincing and we can get some recording done this week. So we have it for next Sunday. But until we are together again, I wish you a wonderful week ahead. I look forward to seeing you in the Soul Circle community. And also on June 5th, I will be hosting my live, my monthly live. And I have been doing these since January and they are taking place within the community space. It is very similar to an Instagram live where you only see me, but then there is also an opportunity to connect in the chat with everyone else who is there. And on these monthly lives, they happen at the beginning of every month. We just take a moment to look back, to reflect on all that has happened this past month. Because I don't know about you, but the end of the year comes and I can't even remember what happened. It is like the blink of an eye. So having this opportunity each month just to slow down for a few moments and check in has been so incredible and amazing. And it's really given me the space to say, oh, this is what has happened. And so I love doing them because we, we just pause. We all pause for a moment. We look back. We see what has happened. What's been really good? What's working? What's actually not working at all that we need to make adjustments to? And then we set our intentions for the following month, knowing what's working and what's not. What, what do we want to do? What do we want to explore? How do we want to feel? I share different words. I pull cards. And it's just, it's a great time. You know, it's Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern time, June 5th. And would absolutely love to see you there. So if you want to learn more about it, you can send me a message. You can also come over to the Soul Circle community, which is a totally free space that we hang out in off of social media. And that is where the live will be taking place on. But please join me for that. And I look forward to seeing you. All right, guys, have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you next Sunday. <music>